what's up, wrestling fans? Listen to me. We're not gonna take you in the ring. We're gonna take you to the street, the hood. Well, let me tell you something, man. I'm a new breed of black man. The Black Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling from a nigga perspective. From the top? From the tippy. tippy. Niggas, 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 niggas. Episode 15, Black Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling from a nigga perspective. It's your boy, Cal. Say what's good, fellas. Say what's good to the people. Good evening. Niggas. <laughs> Konnichiwa, bitches. Niggas, niggas. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's it's, it's crazy tonight. Um, it's it's pro- uh, again. It's probably because I sent those that link to those Charlotte news earlier. Oh man! Like Dog. I said, I was Dog. I was eating when I'll I fight opened you for that shit again, y'all. I had. I mean, I knew we had a show to record. I didn't. Even, this, y'all hadn't even seen that them shits had gone out, did you? Your hurt box no. looked like somebody stepped on a bologna sandwich, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, I guess I didn't even know that shit had happened until I saw a tweet where she apologized and said that uh, she wanted to, you know, whoever fucking put them up needs to remove them shits, but them shits is all over the internet, ma. I'm trying to figure out who the fuck wanted them pictures, though. It was a no chick. bullshit. It was Yo, a chick. I was in the middle of eating a nice bowl of Apple Jacks, mm. and then you <laughs> sent me that shit. Yo, it curdled my milk, my nigga. Mm, mm, mm. Bruh, bruh. Cute. I had to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, she, sent me, uh, you sent me pictures of Sister Nero. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. I apologize. Like I said, I apologize. Um, shit, there's a couple of things that we got to go through. Mm-hmm. I guess the first, the first of them should be payback. Mm. I don't know if we want to recap this entire show because this shit was kind of boring. So, but uh, you, am I the ahead. only person that keep mixing up payback and backlash? No, no. It's like, no. yo, wh- I understand it. It's because these are the aftermania uh, pay per views. But son, like niggas, like yo, did you see? Uh, did you see uh, backlash? Like, nah, nigga, it ain't happened yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, it's as confusing as that House of Horrors match. Bro, come on. What, what the fuck was that match, man? <laughs> what was that? Yo, the last well, shit. I thought this, the title was on the line. And ah. I said, yo, he just threw the, he just threw the um, refrigerator on this nigga. It's lit. Smack that nigga with the Frigidaire, yo. It's lit. And then it was some bullshit. Yeah, nah, we, um, I don't know when they took the title off the line, but I say as of, at least as of last week, we had known that the, it was just going to be a House of Horrors match, but I mean, that's on them for, uh, for our, for pre-booking the Ginger Mahal shit like two, three weeks before this match even happened. It kind of just canceled out whatever a Bray Wyatt rematch for the title would be. But I'm trying to figure out how they recorded this match in pitch blackness 
and I go on my Twitter timeline, and niggas is like, nah, it's the sun is still out. If you talk about San Jose time, it's literally still light outside. Yeah. Like, but I mean, niggas, I guess there were links. The the House of Horrors was actually in Missouri, and I think that that house goes for like thirty six thousand dollars. That motherfuckers found the found the listing and was posting that shit online. But it was, and we knew it was going to be like that part was going to be a pre tape thing and then it was going to go to the ring. But fam, that shit, it looked like it was from 97. It looked like I was watching uh, an old Raw from 1997, the way they had that shit cut with the fucking, the babies hanging from the ceiling and shit. Kevin Sullivan booked that, son. (laughs) The Taskmaster was inside the refrigerator. That's what y'all ain't seeing, the deleted scene. Yo, yo, but see, I was that wasn't really my disappointment, man. I heard mm. like I had heard it wrong. I'm sitting there with my popcorn ready, thinking oh. I'm gonna watch the House of Horrors match, and it wasn't even no horse. Yeah. Oh, you at all too? Yeah, I ain't seen yeah, no horse. Well, that's what um, that's what Jerry Lawler said. I think it was on the <laughs> podcast recently. He. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who lets him actually talk about this shit. But he went out and was like, "Fam, I'm a horror movie fan. Was it nothing horrific? No horrors? No nothing about this shit?" But uh, yeah, I don't. I'm, it, it's one of those things where I guess it sounded like a good, a good ass idea to them. But when it came to actually figuring out what it was going to look like, they had no fucking clue. They which is sad. They should have got. Uh, they they should have let Matt and, and Jeff help him out, man. You would think you what would think a, with that dilapidated much... boat or senior uh what's the nigga uh senior Garcia or uh you know what I'm saying they had none of them niggas final deletion had ass. right nigga, they, they, uh... they could have had something man they could have had Ron Jeremy not that'd have been a house of horse um oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but nah they uh they they rented out a fucking meth lab to uh to put yeah. this match on throw a fridge on a nigga real quick. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> but what if, I, I mean? So you mean to tell me that because this is this is the shit that pissed me off? Nigga threw a refrigerator on a nigga, right? Right. And, and right. Got, got got up in the limo and dipped. Randy Orton still somehow made it back to the arena before this nigga. Orton had a beast. Yo, Orton had a beast Uber driver, son. Uber was lit. <laughs> <laughs> He said, fuck it, no, no stoplights, no stoplights. Absolutely, stop make all left turns, nigga, we be there in a second. <laughs> and you meet, and, and, and this, it all culminated with Ginger coming out, beating this nigga ass, and then letting Bray get the clean pin on him. The well, Maharaji, clean, but he got the, the Maharaji. Man, what, what was the point? What was the point of that? It's rap. It's putting a bow on the end of that that Bray and Randy thing, and it's it's just like in real life, man. The end, the ending, be clumsy sometimes. Nah, fam, fam, fam. Don't forget that was one of the best storylines they had going into WrestleMania. Right. Somehow, after Randy Orton dropped the fire mixtape cover. It fell. That shit, it just, it crumpled to the point where the Mania match was ass. The shit they did after Mania was ass. And then the House of Horrors was fucking pointless. They could have just not done the shit. 
realistically. True. Hmm. But uh, what y'all think of uh, uh, Roman and uh, LeBron? Um, they actually I, let LeBron get the win. So I liked it. Um, mm. I, I think it was well booked. Uh, I liked that they they ended it, but then after the match and the whatever after show it was, they still had them had Braun turning up trying to kill a nigga. Yeah, oh yeah, you know he, he he will murder that nigga one of these days. He's gonna kill himself first. The, the way the the, the door came off of that Emma lamp show. Yo, <laughs> yo, I cried. <laughs> I cried real tears when he ducked and that nigga ran smooth through the door. <laughs> and then he can box it. He yeah, can box it and lay down, yo. This shit was word. pure comedy. Word, word. The LeBron parody. is something special. Yo, apparently the door special. won, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. But in, in real life, I mean, and see, see, we don't know. In the in the other we dimension, we know. Because yeah. in real life, the niggas in real life, the niggas chilling in Europe right now. Yeah, they're well, like they the niggas we, on a date, yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think hey, man, that's the Acropolis. I think that's the Acropolis over there where Yanni played. It was awesome. <laughs> yo, but not like the nigga. So why I don't like that they all right. I, you 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 claim there's injuries, right? I don't yeah. like the how specific they were with Braun's torn rotator cuff. I'm doing air quotes that on the podcast, no and nobody can see it. No, that made, um, that made no sense. Yeah, like that, I don't that that injury takes like six months to heal. If it's a legit torn rotator cuff, you're out for a minute, right? So it makes no sense. It, no, they they. That's an average nigga, not a nigga that throw an ambulance. Yeah, not not LeBron. <laughs> this playoff season. Absolutely. <laughs> nigga ain't even have a headband on. <laughs> Jesus. In ball man. Yo, so why did, uh, earlier in the card, why did Sheamus have to kick a nigga tooth out, though? Yo, nigga, it was just, Yo. that was that was what was going on that day, son. Niggas is just losing tooths. Yo, <laughs> it, niggas just I'm losing tooth. I legit was like, "Oh, this nigga got a concussion," but I didn't get <laughs> <see> the tooth. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, they, 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 he roughing niggas. Oh, I mean, Sheamus is known to be a uh, a stiff competitor, Paul, but uh, he he works very rough with, and he he has been for years. I don't, I think he's been there damn near. 15 years, which seems crazy. He's been there for a minute. And uh, I don't, I think because he's boys with Triple H, nobody gives a fuck. And it was funny to see him the next night dropping little jokes about kicking a nigga tooth out. Yeah. But I don't fucking know. Shout out um, to Isaiah Thomas. And they got his tooth, <laughs> tooth knocked out too. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> Same day. Playoff season. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. He kicked him in the mouth to try. That that was them calling back to the NBA playoffs. That's yo, them niggas. Yo, that's funny. Because that's that's Vince M.O. Like, Vince was in somebody's <laughs> ear like, <laughs> just like, just like Isaiah Thomas this morning. 
Just like that nigger in the NBA. You see that shit? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what it was. That's what it was. Oh. Um, why did they, I mean, do, do we have any reasoning as to why they had Jericho beat Owens? Was it just so there could be that big ass beat down on a SmackDown Tuesday night? But I, what, yeah. what was the stip? Like, if he won the belt, he had to move over to SmackDown, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what's fucking me up because I'm under the impression that if he won the belt, he would go to SmackDown and Kevin Owens would go back to Raw. That's how I'm mm-hmm. looking at it. And Mark. that shit definitely wasn't the case. So why the fuck did he win the belt? Just like exactly. said, what was the point? What was the point? I mean, I, the only thing I can assume is that they wanted to have... Because I think with everybody knowing that Chris Jericho was going to be leaving because of them going on tour with Fozzie, they wanted to swerve. But it was a swerve that ended up... You, you knew it couldn't last that long because no matter what, Chris Jericho, was he, he had to leave this week. He's going on tour. And it it would be cool if the fans that watch TV now would remember this from, you know, three, four, five months down the line, whenever Chris Jericho returns, niggas, it's, it's, they consume shit too quickly. There's no way for them, I don't think their attention span isn't going to last that long to where they're going to be like, oh shit, remember when uh, Kevin Owens beat his ass, you know, back in, back in uh, April or May or whatever. They're not going to remember that shit. So it feels like a pointless story a, a pointless wild storyline that took place over two days that really meant nothing but i wasn't mad at the match overall on a on payback realistically no, it, was, it, was cool. it was cool to it was cool to see them calling back to uh the uh the finger on the rope thing from mania yeah you know they played they played into that well but uh who do you think booked yeah, that? i don't who do you think booked hmm? the finger on the ropes uh, Jericho, Jericho and Pat Pat, because mm. that's that's some old school shit. That's um, we it, it, it's it's we're gonna remember what happened and put that in play. And there's not too many people on the roster who a will do things like that and b have enough pull to say, hey Vince, this is what I want to do, and then being like, all right, I'm just go fucking do it. Don't matter, no way. So they was just backstage. They was just backstage, yeah. and they was like, "Hey, I got an idea. Try this. Yeah. Check my finger." And Jericho's like, "Nah, nigga, you going on the list?" Like, <laughs> fact, fact. That's what it was. Yeah, my bad. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> was there anything else to give a fuck about on this show? The uh, there, was, there was a whole. Uh, what's the name? Uh, the little little bitty joint won the uh, women's joint. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else to worry about on this show? That was it. I can't with her. I can't with her. No, no I like the little bitty joint. Hey. I can't. I I give no fucks about Alexa, but she. I mean, she's you know very easy on the eyes, but come on, man. Yo, she's come over on. too. The internet niggas love her. Well, which is funny. Which is funny. I saw one meme. Where niggas was like, y'all literally are hype off of Alexa Bliss getting this push when it's not that different from the push that Vince has been trying to give Roman Reigns for the last That's like true. three, four years. That's true. They're hot. 
they're hot shotting the fuck out of her, which I get because again, she's very easy on the eyes, but you know, it's not that much different. And I think when you, if, if this is a, a women's wrestling revolution, she can't hold them longer matches. I can't see her really being that one, but we'll see. We'll see what the fuck yeah, they do. She got more. She got more. Um, her moveset is um, larger than Roman Reigns. You're not wrong. No, you're not wrong at all. It but, also, uh, also, they just hot shot at her when Reigns uh, originally looked like he was going to get the push and win the Rumble and didn't. The fans, I think, were salty because they were all behind that nigga when he was, all he said was, believe in the shield. And that was it. And yeah, yeah. they was all behind it. Then then they let old Joe start talking. Mm. Ah, got that. Again, that's the, that's the problem. It's, it's <laughs> the original Samoa Joe. Nah, the second Samoa Joe. That's, that's the OG Samoa Joe. That's the second Samoa Joe. Nah, because the other Samoa Joe is Tongan or Hawaiian Joe. Is he? Damn. I thought that he was the nationality fact. Nah, I thought the nigga was Samoan, but and and the, the the reason is so interesting is he's the only Samoan nigga that in, in the a, a however you say them niggas names, the Aeoli family, yo. Yeah, the Areola family. Yeah, they're absolutely the Browns. Oh, um, Rick Flair and them family. Huh? <laughs> Woo! Them areolas was awful, baby. Oh, man. Yeah. They was looking yeah. every which away, yo. How she had, why, Charlotte had cockeyed titties, yo. Yeah, her right yeah. titty was sagging, too. I, I hate her. Not on the, they were not. <laughs> yo, my little sir looked like a stepped-on bologna sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, I hate that's fact, though. Shit, I hate you I for just, that, yeah. Again, we need content for the show. And I mean, if that's not the funniest shit you've seen this yeah. week, I don't know what it is. Yeah, thank, thank um, God for all that latex and Milex and whatever that stuff is covering her up from week to week. Never move so, yeah, thank goodness for that. Get her some get her some um, yeah, yeah. get her some sweatpants, man. Get her some sweatpants. She, she needs n- nothing but support. She needs all of the support. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying. Um, what's go that raw main event this week though? Mm-hmm. That uh, I, I I I like seeing shit like that. I didn't like the rest of the show at all, <laughs> but I like seeing shit like that. I'm sorry. I you know what? I didn't mind the uh, the um, two or five live match. Mm-hmm. Um, dabbing. Yeah, uh, yeah, dabbing um, Bruno Mars and um, and Austin Aries, um, they put on a good match, man. That that submission seems to come out of nowhere too. Yeah, I like it. That, like that it. that's what makes that move really, really dope. Um, Austin Aries, I can't wait for him to get the belt, but they should probably hold that until like Survivor Series. They could. I mean, they got they. This one of those things. They got enough talent, and if they. If they really drew out what the fuck was going on with 205 Live instead of trying to make it uh, uh, a small-ass nigga Raw show, mm-hmm. they could they could work it. If they worked it like an old territory, they could do that totally. But yeah. uh, we'll see. But, yeah, I liked uh, – I, I, I can't front – I know we talked about – last week we, uh, we talked about the Titus brand. Yeah. I'm a little – cooler with what happened this week as opposed to what happened last week 
with uh, Titus and Apollo Crews. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if it was the inclusion of uh, the Heath Slater angle and, you know, Rhino photobombing the photo at the end. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was something about it this week. It made a little more better. sense. His suit was better. This it's a nice suit. It's a nice suit. But it's still at the end of the day, what nigga really needs to be taking direction from Titus O'Neil? Well, I think I think if you the the I think if you give him the wheel, I think he can do something with it. You know what I'm saying? I think he can drive it somewhere. And I think he just needs kind of the opposite of a heater. Like he needs something he needs someone to kind of Put his accent on to show people he's actually doing something, and it ain't just because his partner came out the closet. It's because he he can talk, and he's got good ideas, yeah. man. I, I think I'm 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 rooting for him, man. I want both of them niggas to win because I'm a fan of black wrestling, and um, Word. I'm gonna stand by that statement, man. They they going somewhere. But, but my my thing is that that's a little like that's a little that's a smart Marky thing storyline. Mm-hmm. I don't know what pe- I don't know what reason people would have to even worry about what the fuck Titus O'Neil's talking about. Because aside from being a tag team championship, what else has he done? Well, I think Does that's part of the that. But see, he's a heel. We all know that. Um, that's that's where that is going to go. This this the storyline is going to go. He's a heel, and at some point, you think? Yeah, and and the yeah. thing is, is it one part of being a heel is being a know it all, even though you don't know it all. You know what I'm saying? So he'd be like, this is what you should do with your career. This is how you don't wallow in the mid-card while I'm wallowing in the mid-card. You know what I'm saying? It's so so it's it's a heel thing to do. I I'm I think I'm okay with that. I can Um, rationalize it. I I I wasn't into it, but now I want to give it a chance. But we'll see. It's like the new day. (laughs) Just like the new like these niggas ain't coming here to this Kurt Franklin music. I don't want to hear that. I, I I supported them because it's niggas, but I wasn't a fan of that uh that that gospel you know stomp shit. <laughs> whoa, oh, I whoa, know whoa, I know it was gonna go left. I know it was gonna go left, so I was all for it. So <laughs> the same way I'm for it. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. It's, it's always good to see niggas on TV. Always good. Um, was there anything else from Brawl that was that people were fucking with? Because I, I, ratings wise, the Raw or SmackDown, they were not good. Mm. Yeah, they were shit. I uh, I heard that. Uh, was it Raw? Yeah, I think the last hour, which is sad because that main event was fire, but the last hour of Raw did the same number or did lower than the July fourth, twenty sixteen show, Yikes. which is crazy because nobody wants to watch that July fourth show. It's always the worst rated raw damn near the whole year. And it's it's the sad part is just that the NBA finals ain't even really kick in yet. Like niggas is playing ball, but we're not into like the must watch game portion of, you know, the latter part of the uh, latter part of the playoffs. Hmm. So it if WWE's fucking up now, it's about to be a problem. See, last year, last year they did what they were supposed to do, and was once you did all of the mania hubbub right after, you do exactly what the smarks want, 
And they thought they were doing that with the superstar shakeup. But now they don't know exactly where to go because I think that superstar shakeup thing was something they did on the fly. And so they're still trying to book around it, and it feels like it. Well, what they are doing and announcing is confusing. Did you guys do you guys know the name of the next WWE or the, <laughs> the July WWE pay per view? Goodness gracious, Matt! You heard this name? Um, great balls of fire. Goodness great gracious, great balls of fire. <laughs> I'm this with is it. a thing that someone they, they mind you. This is this is a publicly traded organization, meaning that they had to have meetings with niggas in suits and ties and be like, "All right, <laughs> what are we gonna name?" This pay-per-view in July. It's in Dallas, Texas. Brock Lesnar's going to be there. What the? F- where do you get great balls of fire? So who's where? The, who is the? Where is it again? It's in Dallas. It's at the okay. American Airlines Center in Dallas. Okay. Now, my question is, who is worse? The nigga that was like, <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> I know what we could call it. Or the nigga that was like, yeah. <laughs> That's the that nigga. The, the, the nigga, nigga who coached, yeah, the oh, nigga yeah. that co-signed and they said, "Let's put some money behind it." Ah, oh, Triple H. Triple H. Come on, It's a raw show, so probably Vince. Vince ultimately has the last straw. Um, as of right now, this seat, this sounds like it's going to be the first pay per view that Brock Lesnar is going to be defending the Universal Title at. Um, oh, that was the other he, big. That was the other big takeaway from Raw. Yes, is uh, yes. your man's big, uh, big Brock and big LeBron? Nah, 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 nah. Um, the big takeaway was Raw was uh, Rollins calling out Brock. Yeah, but Rollins ain't getting that shot. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. As as of right now, the talk is supposed to be LeBron versus Brock. At Great Balls of Fire. Nah, that's, but, that's not the right event. Well, the thing is, the other talk, because I mean, I want to preface this by saying there's really no word on I don't think they have a, a, a solid program for Brock Lesnar right now, but the talk is either LeBron or Finn Balor. But mm. from what some people are speculating, Finn Balor might get a shot later on, maybe towards SummerSlam. But, uh, I mean, it really depends on what they're going to be doing with Brock Lesnar. I don't think... it's From what I've been reading this week, it sounds like Lesnar's schedule is still up in the air. They only know Great Balls of Fire and SummerSlam, but he's supposed to be doing more dates than he did the last time he was a champion. And it's interesting to note that when uh, he won the title, I think it was SummerSlam of 2014, he legit held that title and only did two matches between SummerSlam and WrestleMania. So for niggas that is like itching to be on some, we hate Brock because Brock isn't defending that belt, get ready. Because I would not be surprised if we don't see that nigga touch or bring on uh, the network or on uh, the USA USA Network on regular TV in a while. So let me ask you a question. Um, mm. How how do niggas feel, you you and Brother Math, how do y'all feel about um, Lesnar as the champion and the belt being off TV? 
What you I'm think, man? Good. I'm good with with the belt not being defended every pay-per-view. I'm good with that. I'm not good with it being off of TV. Word. If that makes any sense. I feel like he has to make some kind of appearance. On. It doesn't have to be every Raw, every two Raws, every three Raws, whatever. I'm good with him being off of TV, but he has to make some kind of appearances. He doesn't have to fight at every every pay per view, but it, it may, brings more prestige to the title. I think. Yeah, I, I kind of. I mean, go ahead. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of 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 that same mind where like I like that it's not on TV. Um, it, it, it's 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 throwback, man. Hogan wasn't on mm-hmm. Superstars every week when when um. When he had that, that that long run in the 80s, he wasn't on TV every week. He was the super Work. special attraction. He might be mm-hmm. on a pre-taped vignette. He was never in the ring. Um, so when we saw him, it was always special. Um, exactly. I think that's, I think that's, I mean, that's what they're going for. And I I think we're getting enough matches. They have enough guys that, that we, we don't need that title. Work. Well, I mean, even, you know, to go further back than, you know, Hogan in that uh, Saturday morning wrestling era, this is what Ric Flair did in the Jim Crockett promotion days. He was the champion, and he would cut a promo damn near every week. But him cutting a promo and then doing a beatdown, he wouldn't always get it. You wouldn't even see Flair wrestle until it was one of the few pay-per-views that the NWA had back then. Mm-hmm. What, what fucked the game up was the Monday Night Wars, where it's, we got to have, excuse me, some exciting shit every Monday night so we can beat the other motherfuckers on the other channel. So that title's getting swapped damn near every week. Championship matches ending damn near every Monday night show with a cliffhanger. You know, it... it people got so ingrained to the point where a show wasn't hot if the show didn't have some type of title situation on it, which fucked the game up. You know, as amazing as that Attitude Era, as the Monday Night War Era was for a lot of people, the downside is titles didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. And that was my thing three years ago when Lesnar came in and had that title. It's like, you know what? Y'all paying me, you know, I got a a million or two in the bank from y'all this year. Just this year. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I know when I do come to the ring, it's going to be a big fight feel. I don't have to be there every other Monday Night Raw. I'll come, you know, around a couple times, let Heyman talk, let me, you know, bounce around in the background, do a couple of stare downs, maybe a, you know, elbow a nigga in the face and let him bleed. And, and, you know, then we just build that match like that. Like, that's, for me, that's all I really need. But it's the the bigger issue, which is always my issue, is they need to figure out in the interim. If Brock Lesnar's not going to be on TV until sometime in June to build this July pay-per-view, they have to have a solid enough storyline, you know, for that month or month, month and a half in between, whether it's, you know, let's have a tournament to see who's going to be challenging them. You know, you have to, if you're going to make the title holder and that title that prestigious, 
you have to make the journey to being the one to be the number one contender just as equally prestigious, which I think that's where WWE fucks things up, in my opinion. Hmm. I can't argue with that. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, again, you know, from what Dave Meltzer is saying, it sounds like it'll be LeBron and Brock, which if that makes sense to me only because of the way they've been building that nigga up over the last month, month and a half. You know, if, if you're going to have a monster holding the belt, you need a monster to fight him. And I think LeBron's going to be that dude. But it'd be interesting to see what they would do with a Finn Balor at some point to build him up. Because from what I remember with Raw, it looked like it was going to be Finn and Bray Wyatt. Because Bray Wyatt got the, uh, the sister Abigail on Finn right. at the end of that show, towards the end right. of that show. I don't know, coming out that house of horrors, I don't know if I'm really feeling that uh, anything that Bray Wyatt's doing, but we'll see. We'll see, because that'll have to run for a bit. They dropped the ball on Bray Wyatt, but that's a whole nother yeah. story. Yeah, yeah they, they, they fucked this shit all the way up, all the way up. So we'll see. Um, I guess SmackDown has a pay-per-view coming up with Orton and Gender, but I don't... I feel... Is that shit even fully fleshed out at this time is the question. Is that going to be backlash? That's backlash. That's backlash? Let's see. Dog, if if, if Jinder Mahal does not win the title off of this, you get ready to be pissed? Yeah, absolutely. No, they ain't going to be pissed. They are not putting the title on that sand nigga, son. You gotta put one of them ice (laughs) They're not giving that sand nigga the match, Stan. Absolutely not. Yo, if he come out that motherfucker, (laughs) like, like if he come down on backlash on the flying carpet and shit, the lagging carpet, (laughs) with the pointy shoes. Niggas is throwing, niggas is throwing sand from the from the uh, from the crowd. Yo. Like he getting married, yo, in his rice. Word. Word. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. If Ginger Mahal wins that title that night, they better have an extended fucking celebration. And I need to see, you know, fangirls coming out. I need to see all types of shit and the great Kali giving him the title. Oh yeah. I need. I want to see that. I'm with it. Fly Kali's ass out from India. Um, he probably can't move, but got him in a wheelchair. He's got to have a magic carpet. He's got to have one. Facts. Facts. At the at the very least, they need those little carts from like WrestleMania three. Yeah. And just have that nigga keep have him sitting at that and then just have it come down the ramp. Yeah, throw that nigga in the back of honky tonk, man, pink Cadillac, <laughs> let Diamond Dallas Page drive that jump to the ring. I'm with no, it. No, he's in the I'm back of a Hummer. It's gotta be Fact. a Hummer though. Facts. Facts. Yeah, it looks like uh backlash May twenty first. I'm not gonna recap right right now because it looks like they've only got so much. But shouts to them for putting Shinsuke Nakamura on the, on the poster on for the poster. So, how yeah. do we feel about him making his debut at this pay per view? Uh, it's hard. To, I mean, he doesn't have a match right now. I mean, he has a match, but he doesn't have an opponent right now, right? It's, it's Ziggler. It's Ziggler. Yeah, it's Ziggler. That's what it's. That's what it's ultimately going to be. Yeah. See, so we see everybody's seen him go. Um, mm-hmm. I don't 
think you're making that big of a it's not that big of a deal him not having wrestled on the main roster um because most people have seen him work seen him work with big name guys so i don't know i i'd like to see him do more than the uh the the little palsy dance he does every time he comes out with the violins man you got you got the you got to yeah, let this nigga kick. I, I need the Kinshasa and something else, man. You you got to let him get some moves off. The the problem is, and I mean, I re- I think back to when I first started doing the Black Wrestling Podcast, and I always have to shout you two out because I didn't know y'all niggas from a can of paint, but I knew y'all was some niggas that fucked with the show back when I was recording that shit. I didn't have nothing. Um, there was a string of pay-per-views where it was Dolph Ziggler, and fucking Kofi Kingston every opening match. And it was always a dope-ass match. Right. But it, fe- it felt like the same shit. It didn't really feel like anything came out of it. It was just, we're going through a dope WWE opening pay-per-view match, and that's it. So when I hear that it's probably going to be Shinsuke and Dolph, I'm immediately thinking it's going to be the first fucking match to, to open the show it's going to do a world of good for Shinsuke to get some of his moves over, get some of his uh, personality and mannerisms over for a pay-per-view. But what the fuck is going to come out of it? You know, is Dolph going to get a cheap win? Um, are we going to have to deal? Are we going to deal with some continued bullshit between him and Dolph? Because I don't know where they're going with Shinsuke. I don't know if he's going to be in title contest. I don't know how long it's going to take for them to be like, all right. He needs to be fighting for the title because we got um, fucking gender. We got gender going up against Randy right now. Who, when yeah, are they going to figure this out? So gender had a title till WrestleMania, right? So we gonna have the first international WrestleMania main event ever. Oh shit! Well, that's what I tell you. Hmm. That'll never happen. But anyway, <laughs> when I had this Canada, this Canada count as international. Nah, hell I mean, not. I don't if think I so. If I can get by car, if I can get there by car, <laughs> nah, that shit ain't international, my nigga. Oh, boy. Jesus. Yo, we'll Shinsuke, see. With Shinsuke opening the pay per view, that shit is going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, it'll be nuts, but it's one of those things, too, where if that happens, Dolph is going to be like, you know what, fam, we're going to have to, you know, kill this shit. So I feel like. The rest of that pay-per-view is going to be mostly bullshit, even though, you know, based off of Wikipedia, it looks like Kevin Owens is going to be fighting AJ Styles for the United States title, which Frick. sounds, I mean, on paper, that sounds like an amazing match. Right. Yeah. If, if, they're, if they're given the proper time and given the proper story, I feel like they're going to, you know, knock that one out the park. Um, the only other match that's currently listed right now is the Usos versus Breezango, which, like, I'll be down to see the Usos come out if they get an actual full entrance, but I don't give a fuck about Breezango enough to get invested in that match. At all. They are victims. Uh, the fashion police are victims of awful booking. Um, Breeze can go. And Fandango is an awesome, awesome guy as far as his uh, characters go, as we saw on Southpaw. But they, they don't give a fuck about that nigga. That's yeah. the only place he's gonna get shot. So yeah, are we uh I'm not don't mean to jump 
ahead, but are we? Is it inevitable that it's going to be AJ Styles versus Nakamura? Eventually. Um. Yeah, I would imagine so. They they would be. You, you can go on YouTube and see too many great matches and see too many gifts of great moments between them to have them on the same brand and not have them put a match on. I think Is the question. I, I'm I'm hoping. I think. Fuck. Oh, well, I mean, if if they want to shoot themselves in the foot and do it early, I'd say do it at SummerSlam, just because SummerSlam is technically the second biggest show. They're going to be more than likely be able to get a good amount of time. But if they, in my, my heart of hearts, I say put this shit off until March of next year and really mm. let it, let you know, fucking build this shit slowly so when we get to that point where it's WrestleMania, it's either for a title or they've had enough uh, back and forth where it's going to be something that means something. Because that'll be amazing if we get to see Nakamura, AJ Styles in the WWE ring. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That might be... If they do it right, it'll be an instant match of the year. I don't give a fuck what is going on in any other territory, Hmm. any other federation. Oh, shit. Did you guys... uh, were you guys scared for X-Pac's life this weekend? I thought he was when dead. He came up, when the nigga came up missing? I thought he was dead. Nah, I, knew, I knew he was coked out somewhere. Nah. <laughs> it wasn't cocaine. It wasn't cocaine. It wasn't cocaine. Apparently, I, I feel it was, it was Saturday. He was supposed to... Uh, he was, I forget, was he flying to the UK? He was flying somewhere. Yeah. And wherever he was... He, where? No, he's flying to the UK. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're right. <laughs> it, there was word that he hadn't made his, uh, made his flight. And people were tripping, thinking, oh, you know, this nigga lost, this nigga's missing. Knowing his history, you know, being in the WWE and especially in the WCW, uh, he was a big pill popper, you know, mm-hmm. he got into a lot of drugs. Um, people thought he relapsed, thought he OD'd. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, this nigga got arrested at LAX. He had some, uh, he had some shit on him. He was uh, charged with felony drug possession uh, for attempting to bring meth and weed through customs. Now, he said for a bit, I feel like it's the last year or two, he said that he was, aside from smoking weed, or however he takes, you know, however he takes his marijuana, mm-hmm. he said that he is sober. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't, I mean, niggas take pills, niggas, they, they, they do oil, I don't, I don't know. So I, I, he, I don't know he apparently had a bunch, like, of, like, edibles and oil on him. Um, he was supposed, like. Which is crazy. Yeah, like. He was he if 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 he is doing if that was just for him, he is mm-hmm. doing it to death. Like that nigga. Well, not even that. But fam, fam, keep in mind, this nigga, his profession, he drove in cars and got on planes to fly places three to four times a week. That was just what he did. Right. Right. How do you how do you take a shitload of weed? To try and get through customs. Well, see, here, here's the thing. Here's the interesting part of it is when niggas get enough. when when <laughs> nah, you stupid. 
when niggas get 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 hit up with in customs, customs uh, don't hit you on the way out. Customs niggas get you on in. the way in. What kind yeah, of custom niggas? In. That's and that's why he thought he was good is because he had uh, like edibles. You know what I'm saying? The what? dogs ain't. He thought they couldn't get that shit. Well, they 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 can't. The dogs ain't sniffing out no brownie weed brownie, son. The dog that ain't the dogs. Well, niggas said they seen him coming, and Cuz is like, "That's him." Step, tell him step out of well, line. Well, because he was on, he was on some list. He was on like a a flight threat list or something. I forget the exact wording, but I think because of his days where he was getting high as fuck and flying on planes for various wrestling organizations. Right. He probably caught charges on a number of trips. And it was like, you know what? Just like we're going to put, you know, Abdul Muhammad on a flight risk list, mm-hmm. we got to put Sean X-Pac Walkman because this motherfucker is crazy. But the, I mean, even outside of the weed, he had, what are, what are these shit called? Candida cleanse capsules that he said he got from the the vitamin cottage. Now, he said these capsules were used because he's had a yeast infection for the last year. (laughs) That's what he said. That's what he said. Now, I mean, he had a yeast infection in his bologna sandwich, yo. <laughs> yeah, he, he saw those Charlotte picks and they gave him a quick yeast infection. No, um, being a grown ass man, I I've known of yeast infections to be things that women get. You know, they have equipment that shit. You know, some you put the wrong shit up in there and you know shit will get fucked up. I I've never heard of a man have not saying it can't happen. I've never heard of a man. Having a yeast infection yeast. and it just being as, as simple as taking pills. But whatever the pills he had, them shits came up positive for meth, apparently. Mm. That I think that's what fucked him up. Yes, that I is exactly they, what they, killed him. They that saw that the was the felony charge. That was the meth, and then they're like, oh wait, these brownies? Oh bet they probably got weed in them. Yo ass gonna have to come over here. So he said that, you know, I think he talked to TMZ Sports about this. He said that uh, he understands if anybody is, uh, you know, not, not believing his story. Um, he says that once the lab work comes back, you're going to, you know, hear the truth. Um, he just, he calls it a mess. He calls it, I mean, his life is a mess. I don't know if it's, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like, Sam, y'all, re- y'all remember the one, two, three kid. Y'all yeah. remember... That iconic feud where he, I mean, not only was he getting wins off of Razor Ramon, but there's that one story where they were wrestling on Monday Night Raw of Raw taping, and he did some type of jump to the outside of the ring, and he blacked out. He literally says he blacked out. They had like two minutes of a match left to go home, and it worked. I mean, they did what was on, you know, what was worked out, but his little ass in that, you know, in that spotlight going from the WWF in that era to WCW being a part of NWO to then jumping back to WWE to be a part of DX rolling with a fucking uh, Triple H and a Nash and a Hall at that height. He, he was doing everything. That nigga was doing every drug, every pill that came through. 
And then he was fucking China. And, you know, China, she was on that drug shit heavy, too. So he had, like, a good 15, 20 years where he probably woke up some days like, where the fuck am I? Who am I? And why the fuck am I here? That normally happens to um, me and Ill fan after uh, Drinko de Mayo. Mm. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Coming up. Drinko de Mayo is. Coming up. Yeah, tonight, if if you're listening to when 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 the pod drops, tonight is True Drinko indeed. de Mayo. If you're so, so Rest in one. peace crack to Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, facts. Facts, man. You ain't got to do that, man. Yeah, that no was racist. Bullshit. Yeah, that no was racist. Yo, shout <laughs> my niggas in the barrio. All my niggas in the barrio. All them cholos riding in them lolos. If y'all listening, this is all ill fame. Seven nine. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say shout out to Savio Vega, but I think he's Puerto Rican. So I'm he's very, he's one. very Puerto Rican. He was I'm very Puerto Rican, and you have won the race, uh, race joke war today. <laughs> Yo, um, word is is that at some point the nigga Adam Cole, who uh, has been killing it in ROH, might be coming to the WWE. Um. I don't want to say this is a big deal, but it's another kind of Kevin Owens slash Dean Ambrose slash Seth Rollins type nigga who I feel like he's been in ROH for the last eight years and has been champion, has been a force for a lot of the motherfuckers. As of right now, they don't know when he'll be coming to the WWE, but he should be on his way soon. So You know who needs him, right? NXT oh, needs him. Oh, it, I was going to say, if I'm not mistaken, his contract ended what last week, or was that? Yeah, and, uh, his so contract ended ended very recently, very recently. But yeah. uh, it sounds like he might uh he might be hopping to Japan at some point too. I think New Japan is uh is interested in picking him up first. Man, you gotta get your but, money, uh, man. No, no, no. But that's good though. That's a good thing. Let's look look at. Um, if AJ Styles would have came straight over from uh, word, word. from 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 TNA, it would have been cool. But niggas wasn't saying he was the best nigga in the world when he was at TNA. Niggas were saying once he went over to New Japan and stopped hurting people. You know what I'm saying, Bruh, bruh. <laughs> there's, a, there's there's a reason why that Styles clash isn't being pulled out in every match. He's legit. Broken necks on dumbass niggas, yeah. So, and I mean, it's funny because I remember trying to get into TNA when AJ was paired up with Flair and he was coming out with the fucking robes on or whatever. And I'm like, I get it, but him as a wrestler has always been, you know, dope to me. But him as a personality, it just wasn't there at that time. And I think going through that TNA shit and definitely going to New Japan and understanding how to put on these epic matches and and really you know work that crowd has benefited him so much more when he's coming to the WWE and has to not only deliver a top quality match but also entertain on the mic. So it, you know I, I I'm I'm with Fam on this one. I think he might need well, I don't say need but I think uh, a trip to Japan for a minute would be good for him. Mm-hmm. On that level, because I, I, I fucked with ROH wrestlers. I don't know if the quick jump 
to the main roster is really what seen it. Because remember, Owens, Bryan, Rollins, Ambrose, all them motherfuckers who shit CM Punk, mm-hmm. they all had to go through some developmental stage before they were deemed ready for a WWE roster. Because you still have to get indoctrinated, still understand how they do their matches and what have you. So let that nigga cook for a bit, but let that when he comes to WWE, throw him on NXT real quick. Yeah, question. Um, um, while while we're here, up? how far are we now from from any sort of Bullet Club thing? You see, Finn's got the uh, the little Bullet Club or Baylor Club thing on his arm. Are we anywhere near closing any of that stuff? I feel like that's always something that's being teased, mostly yeah. on the internet. And that's been happening since, what, it's been a year since AJ and uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson came over. I think it, re- it picked up last spring or whenever. Whenever they came through, it was like that was the time that everybody was trying to drop those Bullet Club, Balor Club moments. I, well, and I mean, I've not heard anything about this actually being a thing that's going to happen, but... I wouldn't be surprised if Bray Wyatt is building the fucking Wyatt family back up. At some point, Bauer's going to need some people to hold down a Harper, hold down a Rowan, hold down whoever Bray's going to have with them. So if they were wanting to do a Balor club or a Bullet club type situation, I think this might be the feud to do it because why the fuck not? But again, that would more than likely mean that Gallus and Anderson would have to be somewhat type of faces, or at least, you know, in between a face and a heel, because they're going to have to roll with Bauer. And Bauer's going to have to be the good guy against Bray Wyatt. I don't think there's any, uh, any two ways about it. So are they, are they fighting for, like, the remnants of the Undertaker's career? Like, you get to be the new mystic nigga? <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, that's a good way to put it. They lost that, though. They already lost it when they, they had them... Had them lose that long ass string of matches so it's not yeah. Bray Wyatt yeah I, I, oh. man I respect you because I, I feel like you really feel for uh, what they've done with Br- how they fucked Bray Wyatt up oh it hurt my I, heart it hurt me in my heart baby <laughs> I respect it because I, I mean that, that's a it's an easy gimmick to get over shit they got Waylon Mercy over on some some down home fucking mystical um Never, never, ever. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um, One of the crazier pieces of pro wrestling news that happened this week goes to Billy Corgan. Hmm. I don't know. Billy Corgan, the fucking front man of the Smashing Pumpkins, big 90s rock group. He's a big wrestler, a huge wrestling head. And he was part of the, uh, the I want to say the last wave of TNA before they, uh, they turned over their new leaf. There was a whole court case with him putting in so much money into TNA and trying to uh, take over creative and the shit not happening. Um, this nigga, he's planning to buy up everything that is owned by the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA, right now including that uh, that legendary NWA belt that Ric Flair made a fucking 
staple of pro wrestling in the late 80s, early 90s. The big gold belt. Yeah. Is there a place for the NWA at this point in wrestling is my question. No. Hell no. I'll tell you why. Is because WWF has done a wonderful job at revisionist history. Everything that happened um, that that branched off of Crockett Promotions is ingrained in wrestling fans' mind as WCW. Word. And so they they never felt the need to acquire the NWA name. Because mm-hmm. they knew that they just changed everything to WCW, especially after they purchased all the all the tape libraries and everything. So mm-hmm. that yeah that that um that 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 name's gonna be useless to him, uh, other than maybe giving him another belt to use in something somewhere. Well, that's the weird part. Is I mean, even because it's not like the NWA totally dies. You know, once once WCW died, TNA was using the NWA belt in their early days. Mm-hmm. And I think he, niggas like R-Truth have held the NWA belt at some point. Not for very long, but guys like him, guys like uh, Colt Cabana. Once once they got outside of the, uh, the Monday Night Wars, the NWA was the thing, but on like a much more indie level. But I, from what I understand, Corgan's literally just going to be getting the name, mm-hmm. the belt, and like a couple of things, like the trademarks and whatnot, to use it and brand it. But whatever tape library they had left, he's not going to be able to get a hold of. Hmm. I don't know what talent he's going to be able to pull up. So it's going to be really interesting to see. You know, It sounds like this is something that's probably going to go through. I can't imagine at the at this point the NWA's name is going to be something he's going to spend a lot of money on, but turning it into a viable wrestling organization that can at the very least compete with an ROH, I it's going to be a hard sell. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a hard sell for this thing. Um, shit, there was something else I wanted to cover. Oh. <laughs> I had seen there was a random story, and I, I apologize for bringing up this uh, this woman's name. It's not baloney tits, no, I promise. It's not baloney tits. Um, <laughs> close though, <laughs> close though. There was a podcast that Sunny was on. Tammy Sitch. Mm-hmm. She. Uh, I, I, what the hell was the name of this this thing? It was some like pervy type shit that she was on talking about how many uh pro re- the wrestlingus show um oh, apparently it. <laughs> it's a po- it's, it's a podcast that you can get on itunes shout out to that name um she was essentially the whole conversation was about the different superstars she was fucking she said she she tried to confirm that she wasn't fucking sabu to get pills and i know that's been Whoa. a big story back in the day Whoa. um she she was talking about Shawn Michaels' sex game and Dolph Ziggler and the time she fucked him. A bunch of that shit. So if you want to hear that, go in. The one bullshit story that I... I hated it for a couple of reasons, but I had to bring it up because it involved, you know, one of the the key black wrestlers. Y'all remember... Exactly. Y'all remember back in the day 
when she was the quote-unquote manager for Farouk when Ron Simmons first got debuted in the WWE back in the early 90s. I guess... You find out she used to shine his helmet. They, they, they wanted her to. No, they wanted her to. They were trying to push an angle on her where they were on some romantic shit, where she was literally supposed to be kissing him and everything, shining that helmet on TV. She she flat out said no. She said, it's just not my thing. I did not want to do the whole sucking face on TV with Ron Simmons. Now, brother, too vocal. Facts, facts. Like, she didn't come out and just basically say, I don't want to be kissing this nigga on TV, but... She might as well have. She's not... I mean, that's probably what it was, and it it, it kills me because she's from Jersey, and I don't know too many. I'm not saying that white motherfuckers in Jersey ain't racist, but I feel like she might be a little racist. I'm going to just say it. Hey. Fuck it. Hey. Gotta call. Gotta call. I I assume she was. Gotta call a spade a spade. That's what she likes to do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess uh, on a on a final sad note, the uh, word about Jim Ross's wife's death has come back. Mm. Um, apparently, that accident that she had what was it a week before WrestleMania? Yep. Um, she was she was driving her Vespa and she got you know rear-ended by a car. Apparently, it's come back that uh, she did have she suffered a traumatic brain injury mm-hmm. um, during that crash, which is uh, crazy. You know, it was reported previously that she had multiple skull fractures. Mm-hmm. After and it was a it was a seventeen year old kid that hit her. Ah. I didn't realize the motherfucker was that young. Um, that sucks. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Um, it's good to see that Jim Ross is still. I guess he's. I guess all he's got to do right now is keep fucking busy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's good to see that. But she was fucking 55. Wow. And it sounded like that was probably the closest person to him in his day-to-day life. So, yep. yeah, it's terrible. Shouts yeah. out to him. Yeah, shouts out to them, man. Rest in peace to her. Um, mm. Yeah, that's rough, man. That is rough to hear. 100%. 100%. Now, uh, before we wrap this up, y'all niggas got any black wrestlers of the week? I, I'm gonna go with that uh, that month that Pac-Man Jones had in TNA. I'm gonna go on Pac-Man Jones. Wow, wow, surprising pick, surprising pick. Who you got, man? Nobody. Nobody. Bueller. Bueller. Well, apparently he has nobody. <laughs> So nigga still there? It looks like it. It says he's it says it says he's still there. Brother Matthews, one more time. Wow. Yeah, I don't know, that's wild. So apparently he doesn't have a black wrestler of the week. Um <laughs> no black wrestler of the week. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, well, I I I'll pick his black wrestler for him. Uh okay. we're gonna, we're gonna go with his mother. What you got, Cal? <laughs> I'm gonna go with, just because I I did not know this nigga from a can of paint the other day. Uh, I'm gonna pick that that motherfucker Keith Lee. Hey. I I need to do my my diligence on his 
uh, his history as a, as a black wrestler is a, a big ass nigga indie wrestler in general. Mm-hmm. Seeing that motherfucker jumping over the ropes, doing flips, and I mean he's got to be close to three hundred pounds. That's like a a stocky motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what's he say. Bask in my glory. I feel like I need to buy one of his shirts. Yeah. So yeah Keith Lee. Keith Lee. If you guys um. It's, we shared it on the socials, but there's an uh, a, a interview with him that Deadspin did about a week or so ago. Yeah. Um, definitely check that shit out. Check that shit out. Um, yeah, I guess we'll, you know, fam, where, where, where can people find you? Social media? Uh, Ilfam79 on your social media choice. Also at Where's Buffy. Um, and uh, I guess you can find the, uh, the bad street of our Freebird team. At uh, Math Damon, 1854. Shout out to the Warriors. Word. Facts. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Cal, K-H-A-L. Uh, at Black Wrestling, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. BlackWrestling.RockTheDub.com is the website. The Black Wrestling Podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe share, rate, review, all that shit, or I'm going to make Keith Lee sit on your chest. Good gracious. Um, facts. That's what we got to do. Um, that's it for this week. Thank you guys for checking us out. And we will see you next week. Little bitty fam, take us up out of here. Bada boom, we in our room. How you doing?